0: You know when you texted me earlier because it was raining and you were at a standstill on the highway Uh and I wrote back, it's raining, and then I said, people are dumb. Mm -hmm. My phone wanted me to send, people are hung.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, whoa.
0: And it was such a quick text. I almost just hit the send without even checking it. (laughs) Then I was like, whoa.
1: (laughs) Whoa. You, the sun is 24-7. Cause when we're together, it feels like we're in heaven. If it will get dark, you'll be my million stars. I know I can lean on you. Welcome to Ooh, Delete This History, a podcast by two besties of a certain age searching for answers. We're your hosts, Kara Birch and Bria Brown. Hey.
0: Hello, it's episode six six. What you been up to? This week was
1: really crazy, cause it's back to school. Oh Golly, gumdrops it was. I forgot it was the first day of school, and I was just doing my normal routine. Didn't leave earlier like I should have. Terrific. Yeah,
0: and we had heat advisories, and I really did not want my kid walking home in 100-degree weather with 87-degree humidity. Mm -mm. So I had to brave the effing school pickup line. (laughs) We braved and survived the line mm-hmm. at the school, and we got some rain this morning. I hope it cools things down outside so that my kid can just walk home like he should in his new Crocs that he's getting <laughs> that will Ugh. be arriving next week. Uh, yep, I caved and I did it.
1: I hate Crocs.
0: I, I do too. And I thought he was going to get like black ones so that yeah. they wouldn't be too, like,
1: oh. too horrible. Oh, no. Are they like flaming red?
0: Mm mm. What color are they? He totally shocked me. He got like a light powder
1: blue. Oh. What made him choose powder blue? I have no idea. (laughs) You didn't delve into the choice reasons?
0: it's all right. I just wanted to get the purchase done and over with. Pretend like it never happened. Yeah. Ugh. Those shoes are the worst invention on the planet. We ordered them online because I refused to buy them in person somewhere. (laughs) Have somebody see me buy them.
1: Don't blame you. Uh, What's going on in your world this week? Well, I have a correction to make. Oh. When I was cleaning up our transcript for human consumption, I realized that I said that Martha has labradoodles. Yeah. She doesn't have labradoodles. That was a slip of the lip. She has golden doodles. Oh, golden doodles. Yes. And I know that you knew... I knew what like, you meant. Yes. But then I got to doubting myself. So I texted Martha D. And I said, you, your dogs are golden doodles, right? And she said, Baxter is. But Teddy is a sheepa doodle Sheep-a-doodle? Yes. I wanted to apologize on the air to Baxter and Teddy. I think that I did that on purpose. Like I mistakenly called them labradoodles. So that I could just put you back in a glass case of emotion, mm. and we could yell the word Baxter again. Okay, ready? Yep.
0: Baxter! All right. What else have you got going on? I started my Conqueror's Challenge. How did
1: that go? I'm lying. I know how it went.
0: Yeah, I've been giving you <laughs> way too many updates. No, I want to hear about them. <laughs> it's, it's going well. I've already cycled 16 miles.
1: Nice. Through the Shire. You have to tell them what you got yesterday.
0: I get postcards when I cross certain milestones or whatever.
1: When I saw it, I went, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so I
0: got a postcard that said, Frodo, you must leave the Shire (laughs) (laughs) and go on a quest. Or you must leave Bag End, that's what it said, not leave the Shire, but you must leave Bag End. Anyway, so I started that. So that's an update and it's really cool and it's fun. I'm just hoping that this just gets me back into the habit of riding my bike.
1: I would like to just update everyone because I know everybody is wondering. My progress on watching The Young Riders is coming along.
0: Oh my goodness. How many episodes have you watched? I've
1: only, I've finished number three. Is it aging well? So surprisingly, so far, it's been all right. I'm loving it. Hanging out with my boyfriend. I've fallen in love with him all over again. Oh, my goodness. Jimmy. Jimmy Hickok, a.k.a. Josh Brolin, who's 12 years old. (laughs) He's (laughs) so young. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Well, Well, keep us updated. Oh, I absolutely will. There's, I think, a full four seasons of this that i got to work my way through. Whoa. I know.
0: We also did something very exciting together this past week.
1: Yes.
0: We went to go see the Barbie movie. It was so Finally. good. Finally. So good. And the theater was packed. It really was. I thought we we're going to be the only ones in here. We're the only ones who still have not seen this movie.
1: But you think those were repeat customers? Maybe. I felt like we were the only ones laughing. I know. <laughs> you and I were laughing our asses off on so many parts, and no one else was laughing. Oh, my gosh. We were very out loud laughing. I was laughing so hard. <laughs>
0: I thought Ryan Gosling, as Ken, stole the show. He did. He was just so funny.
1: It was such a fun movie.
0: Clint was not interested at all in our play-by-play of the Barbie movie. And he does not like that I keep singing that Ken song around the house. <laughs>
1: Ken's song is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just yeah. Oh, I sang it. Oh, oh no.
0: No, I'll cut that out. Well, you didn't sing enough of it for us to get in trouble. You do what oh, you Oh,
1: here we go. Da, 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 <laughs> da.
0: Yes, that's acceptable. Okay. Thank you. All right, Kara, we need to move on. Okay. Because you know what we're here for. I do. Sharing our internet search histories with the world to get some laughs. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time for the reading of the lists, Where we tell you our top five most interesting slash funniest most successful searches of the week. In list form, and Kara's going first today.
1: Episode six: Kara's list. Mm-hmm. Number one: Top stories from twenty years ago. Number two: Author Robin McKinley. Number three: How are contacts made? Blink, blink. Number four: Popular recurring dreams. Number five: Elegant feminine names. I wonder what that's for. Mm-hmm. Your okay.
0: turn. Number one, Shoulder Season. Number two, Agate. Number three, Kelsey Amazon Prime Show. Number four, Denmark's Stance in World War II. Number five, Alchemy.
1: Now it's time for our segment that we like to call Search, Search Me.
0: Me where we each pose one question to each other and see if she can answer based only on the reading of the lists. That's
1: right. This week, I'm really riding that nostalgia high from last week. Yes. And you'll find that in my searches as well. In that same vein of nostalgia, which... Oh, I need to tell you what you're playing
0: for. Yeah, what the hell? What's going on?
1: Are you ready? You're going to love this. (laughs) I'm so ready. You're playing for... Your very own bag of Swedish fish. <gasps> oh my gosh, I love Swedish fish. I know that you do. I'm gonna put those little fishies right there. They I- wanna be in your belly.
0: I'm gonna eat those while I ride my <laughs> my bike
1: through the shire.
0: <laughs> I'll just I'll just be putting calories in while I spend
1: calories maintain maintain right
0: net zero is just fine yeah for me.
1: i apologize i should have brought you like an orange or an apple it's fine i'm really okay with it okay your question is which of my searches contains the least amount of nostalgia for me
0: i'm gonna say how are contacts made
1: that's correct yes that's correct
0: i'm shoving those swedish oh, fish in my face they are yours
1: take those fishes all right why do you look this up oh yeah this year i got my first pair of bifocal glasses yes you did i was very sad about it until i started using them and i was like these are awesome i can see again <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't choose to get bifocal contacts, because at the time, the doctor said, well, we have four options. And I asked him to explain them to me and try and help me decide which would be the best for me. And he said, I will explain them to you, but you're going to have to make the decision on what you think will work best. I couldn't decide right then and there. And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to get my normal contacts. Mm -hmm. I'll wear reading glasses if I need to. I'll get this figured out. We'll do something next year. Well, it's coming up. It's about time for me to make a decision. Already, Yes. Oh, that was
0: such an old lady question.
1: (laughs) Already? Put down your knitting needles.
0: Time flies when you're knitting a scarf.
1: (laughs) So I started researching contacts. And then I got to thinking, how are contacts made? Because I like to know how things are made. I love videos of how things are made.
0: Like factory videos where they've got like assembly lines. And remember that show how things work
1: yes you know you're reminding me now Uh uh-oh i'm gonna make this answer nostalgic i'm gonna have to take those swedish fish back well then that means that no your question is bunk well but you're just reminding me now right so it doesn't count you're reminding me of the sesame street shorts that they would do they were like three or four minutes long on how things were made were you a sesame street person not really oh gosh Oh, man, we were Sesame Street kids. So they had one that was like how to make cheese and then (gasps) crowns. Crayons is how I say say it. I say crayons. Um, What else? Oh, they had one for milk. Oh, that was a kind of a weird one. Well, you don't like milk. I hate milk. So. Oh, gosh, I'm having another. Oh, yeah, because I remember... It started out with the farmer and the cows. And I remember they, I thought you just milked cows, you know, with your hands. Your... Yeah. This guy had suction, like the automatic milkers and put them on the shookums. And I was like, what is happening? The hap- shookums? <laughs> yeah, the shookums. The udders? <laughs> That's what my grandma used to call. <laughs> oh, my God. Shookums. so country. Dude, was, she,
0: was the word "utter" too
1: racy for her, or no, I, what? Well, like teats—that's what. It's not the utter. So the utters this part, and the teats are the teats are the shookums. <laughs> anyway,
0: so mm-hmm. I was a little
1: bit—you know—I was very young, and I'm crying. The. That was shocking to me that you didn't milk cows by hand. And so that freaked me out at first. Like, what are they doing to this cow? But then you follow it along, and the, the truck goes to the factory, yeah. and they bottle it. And I loved the Sesame Street. How are things made?
0: Laura Ingalls Wilder over here. She's like, what? Uh,
1: there's, there's machines that will do the work for you? <laughs> you don't have to actually touch the sugar? <laughs> You've never heard the word sh no <laughs> Nobody freaking oh, calls them that. that was,
0: well the Callaways do. Well your grandma made that up. <laughs> Cause that is not a word.
1: <laughs> hey, that word's been around so long, it's a word. Okay. Oh, holy cow. It's a word if you say it is, right? <laughs> I think there's someone out there that has also heard the word <laughs> <laughs> Well, let us Lord know. Lord have mercy. Country okay, folks. Let's
0: let's circle back to how contacts are made. Yes, how are contacts made?
1: All right, I'm going to read this. There's a couple of ways. There's lathe cutting. Mm-hmm. That, that is a process where small, hard disks of contact lens material are placed on a spinning shaft that rotates 6,000 revolutions per minute and they're shaped with computerized cutting tools. So once they're created, the lens then goes through different stages of polishing and hydrating before it's tested for quality assurance. The second way is injection molding, which is kind of what I was thinking would be the process. I didn't know they would do lathe cutting. The injection molding is a process where the soft contact material is actually heated until it's in a liquid state, and it's injected into precise pressurized molds, Once shaped, they also go through polishing, hydrating, quality assurance testing. So apparently, what I also learned is soft contacts are actually hard until they go through that hydrating process. Hmm. And so unless they go through that hydrating process, they're not usable. How interesting is that? Da Vinci is credited with the idea of contacts when he suggested altering corneal power by submerging your head into a bowl of water or... Wearing water-filled glass hemispheres over your eyeballs. Now, obviously, these are not practical solutions, but he wasn't interested in vision correction. He was interested in exploring the mechanisms of accommodation, which is where your eye is reacting to, well, what you're looking at. So it's either focusing up close or focusing far away. And so that's what he was kind of trying to figure out. How does an eye do that? Yes. Yeah. Contacts actually have a very long history. And to be perfectly honest, I got a little bored reading it. Oh. So I wasn't going to subject everybody, but people have been trying to make contacts for a long time.
0: Well, what contacts are you going to get? Did you decide?
1: I think what I'm planning to do is to just ask the doctor if I can just try all four different ones. Yes. And just see which ones I like the best and then pick from there. Because I don't know, how how else would you know which one works best for you. You got to try them out. Yeah. I'll update everybody because this is a riveting (laughs) story. Please save us and talk about something far more interesting.
0: Kara, today you're playing for this set of tiny paper punches. I bought these for paper crafting thinking they were stamps and I got them and realized they were little punches like you could make confetti
1: yes or
0: little tiny things Just, i brought them over to your house one time when we were paper crafting and you loved them
1: i i'm pretty excited
0: and you thought they were so cute
1: they are cute what is my question now this is a tricky question okay oh geez so okay.
0: i advise you to take the hint okay okay because i am offering a hint after i give you the question
1: thank you which
0: search eventually led me to one of the funniest finds of the year and something that immediately went on my birthday gift wish list that I keep for my husband to reference on special occasions? <laughs> uh, all right,
1: what is my hint?
0: Your hint is the actual search isn't a gift or an item that you can buy oh, as a gift. Okay. But it's about someone I love.
1: Oh, Kelsey Amazon Prime Show?
0: Yes. Do you know? (laughs) I have to tell on myself. You're thinking of Travis Kelsey,
1: no? Oh, no. I was thinking of Kelsey Kramer. Oh, my Lord. I was like, surely she doesn't love him that much. That's so... Or at all. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. Wait a second. So, what Kelsey... Oh... It's the brother. I can't think of his name. Jason. Jason. Yes. He's going to have a show on Amazon Prime.
0: They did a documentary where they (gasps) followed him last season. Oh. Because I think everybody thought it was going to be his last season. Interesting. And I think he was persuaded heavily not to retire, but I think he really wanted to.
1: Oh. After last
0: season. I wonder why. Uh, Well, he's not a young guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. For football standards.
1: What position does he play? And
0: he plays center, which is rough.
1: He's a center? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I like centers. I think they have super important jobs. It's so important. And they do. It's a rough job. like it's, you. It's almost as important as the quarterback. I completely agree. I, I really have a lot of respect for centers. Um, I didn't... I don't think I knew he was a center.
0: And if you have a bad one... Oh, yeah. It's Forget awful. it. Yeah. Like, if your center is hurt and mm-hmm. you've got your backup in there, Yeah, it can be disastrous. So anyway, he's awesome. I love him.
1: Awesome.
0: But you know which Kelsey I, I love even more I than him. I do. I love Travis Kelsey. When I searched for this, it told me when the Prime show was going to be airing. The first week of September. Okay. I'll be watching that first show because I love missing Jason Beardy Kelsey. <laughs>
1: and Your Beardy part also threw me off because Kelsey Grammer's Beardy. Oh, yeah, that would be tricky. So the reason I thought it was Kelsey Grammer is because they're trying to reboot Frasier.
0: But he doesn't spell his name that way.
1: I know he doesn't, but I'm an idiot. (laughs) That's why I was confused. I was really staring at it hard. So I have a picture
0: to show you of what came up when I searched for this show. I'm not going to show this to you up close because I don't want you to be able to read what it says on the label. Because I'm going to read it to you. Hit me. You can read the big part.
1: (laughs) It says, smells like Travis Kelsey. Yes, and it's a candle. It's a candle. So what's the small print say?
0: (laughs) This is a candle called Smells Like Travis Kelsey by (laughs) C.E. Candles. And on the label it says, A unique blend of knowing your role, having a tight end, and calling people jabroni.
1: I know exactly what that smells like. <laughs>
0: yeah. So this is a candle I can totally get behind. Pun do neffly intended. That
1: is hilarious. Um,
0: I don't care what Gwyneth Paltrow's hoo-ha smells like. She's got a candle. No. Smells like my vagina or I whatever. I do not
1: care for that.
0: And I really don't want my house to smell like that. Mm-mm. But a clean kilotrav? Oh, yeah.
1: You know he smells good. So have you alerted Clint? To this item that's been added to your gift list? No. You better
0: tell him. But I will. Well, he'll check the list when he has to buy something for me next time. I love that you
1: guys have a list.
0: Because I've trained him well. So that was what was on the label. Here's what the product description on Amazon says. Smells like Travis Kelsey candle is the perfect way to capture your favorite football player's clean, fresh scent. (laughs) Whether it's straight off the field... Ew, he wouldn't smell clean then. (laughs) Or after a locker room shower, this candle is sure to fill your home with that fresh and musky manly smell reminding you of a great game. The actual scent is vanilla oak. Oh. I know. I need this candle. I would also like that candle. I've got a birthday coming up in November, and it's the only thing so far on my list. Just add it to the list like five times. Yeah, make it super obvious.
1: I love that. That's hilarious.
0: I did the Caleb laugh when
1: that popped up. I went, ha! Our next segment is called Shared History. Brie and I have a long shared history. And now we're going to share our search histories with you. All right. So the next one I'm going to talk about is author Robin McKinley. So this kind of is floating down the nostalgia river here. Your search of Prue Leith... Got me to kind of thinking about people that I admire, and then that like kind of mixed in with my nostalgia, and it made me think of my favorite author, Robin McKinley. And she's 70 now, and she hasn't written any books since 2013. But what I did discover is that Robin started a blog in November of 22, so I'm a little under a year behind and i am so excited to start reading her blog and how old is she she's 70 i read her first book which was was called beauty the retelling of beauty and the beast she's a fantasy writer i was gonna say tell us what genre yes her genre is is fantasy and she always focuses on a, a female protagonist strong She's never a damsel in distress she takes care of herself beauty is such a good book she just writes so smart and she doesn't dumb things down for her audience because she's technically a young adult author mm-hmm. but I don't really feel like there's a young adult voice there it's oh. it's elevated mm-hmm. so my high school librarian gave me that book when I was a sophomore in high school and I was like I'm hooked so I read all of her books. Like as soon as they came out, I just gobbled them up. That first book, Beauty, was written in 1978. But it's fantasy, so it doesn't matter. Yes, it's... Uh, you guys, read this book. It's so good. Her blog is called The Flying Piano. I love that name. I think she's living in Scotland. Based on like her second entry. I may put this in the show notes so I can oh, yeah. tell everybody about put a her. Link. She's so funny and clever and I love her. Oh, oh, here's the other thing. When I was poking around on her blog site, you can ask her a question. (gasps) I know. So I got to be real smart about it. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to come up with a really good question. And maybe she and I become (laughs) BFFs, and we just talk and chat and text each other, because she's amazing. Excellent. That's it. (laughs) I might have
0: to check that out, because I do like a little fantasy every once in a while. That was my search for author Robin McKinley. Did it make you feel... I mean, obviously it made you feel nostalgic, but Mm -hmm. did it just take you back to the high school library? Absolutely.
1: I could see Mrs. Young's face. Hi, Mrs. Young. (laughs) She was the best librarian. She knew the kids, and she would always suggest books for you. She nailed it with Robin McKinley for me. Yeah. If you're still out there,
0: you know your books, and I appreciate it. Yes, you definitely need to put a link to that blog in the show notes.
1: I'll do it tell me about your searches
0: okay Denmark stance in World War two
1: is this because you're still watching Seaside hotel <laughs>
0: I am still watching <laughs> Seaside hotel and now I'm on season three how many are there nine Ooh, commitment yeah. I know it's 1930 at this point so this is before World War two but there are they're already referencing problems with Germany and in Germany especially because there are a couple gay characters. And so they talk about that, about how they're not welcome in Germany anymore. And there was a conversation between some of the hotel guests about eugenics. And for those of you who don't know, eugenics was actually, unfortunately, still is, A despicable theory that you can and should breed out certain undesirable characteristics from the population, usually by forcibly sterilizing the type of people you don't want reproducing. It was a big basis of Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. Long story short, though, Denmark was neutral to begin with in World War II. Mm -hmm. Then they were invaded and occupied by Germany and had to be liberated by the Allies, so how did that work out for you? Not so great, mm-hmm. but you're welcome.
1: Can I tell you something that's given me the shivers? What? Last night, Sean and I took your advice, and we've been watching The Toys That Made Us. Oh, yeah. We watched the Lego episode last night, and they talked about how Denmark was neutral, <gasps> and they refused to make their bricks gray because they were afraid children would make tanks out of them but they didn't want any association with the war Mm-mm. and they didn't want their want kids
0: thinking about the war or playing war or anything like nope. that
1: nope they even had an advertising campaign and the the word at the top was peace ah how is this serendipity continuing it just we does we literally watched that last night
0: it just does oh, continue that's the whole that's the whole thing oh okay that's my whole story about Denmark's stance in world war 2 before i started watching the show i never even really thought about denmark mm mm-hmm. This has really made me think about, especially because it's a historical show, just Denmark throughout the years. What were their beliefs and their Mm -hmm. stances on things and how were things there compared to how things were here? Was it a fairly similar society or not? Mm -hmm. And not really. So I just thought about that when they were talking about eugenics. I was like, oh, were they? They weren't allies with Germany, were they? And I, I knew that they weren't. But I don't remember anybody talking about Danish soldiers or anything right, like that. Right. Absolutely. So it wasn't surprising that they were mm-hmm. neutral.
1: So in your show that you're watching, do they have authentic Danish accents? They speak. Like they sound Scandinavian? They speak in. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's I, not, I forgot. It's a subtitled show. Yeah, it's not. That's dubbed. right. Ugh, I love to hear them. I it's, love that accent. It's very. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's why I was getting a kick out of watching the Lego episode. I was getting a kick out of their accents. Yeah. I just...
0: It's funny. Yeah. It's...
1: It's not funny. I don't mean that. I mean, I just enjoy listening to it.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of mellifluous. And I catch myself doing other things and not even... Oh, no. Not even watching the show. <laughs> and then I realize, duh, you can't just listen to these people talk. You have to yeah. read. And then i look up because I'll, I'll search something like Denmark in World War II. And yes. then I'll I'll be like, what am I doing? I, I don't know anything that has hap-
1: happened <laughs> because you can't listen. It's going to take you forever. You should absorb. watch that while you're riding your bike. I do. Okay. Okay. It's a little bit
0: distracting. Kind of makes the time go by a little bit faster. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than just sitting there. Absolutely. Cycling.
1: All right, what's your next one? Okay, my next one is going to be top stories from 20 years ago. I was thinking about how time is just going by so quickly and how, you know, things that actually did happen a really long time ago, to me, it seems like it's not been that long ago. So yeah, 20 years.
0: When you said that, you know what I thought of? What? 1970s. Oh my gosh. <gasps> when you said yes. when you said 20 years ago, I was like, oh, in the 1907 1970- oh.
1: <laughs> nope. It's it's weird to me to see people that have a birth date of like 1999, 2000, 2001. It's super like my brain doesn't like that at all. Yeah. No one was born after 1980. <laughs>
0: I mean, nobody who's actually in the workforce, <laughs> oh, for sure. Shit.
1: Anyway. Yeah. So I, it just kind of got to me to thinking about time and how it's so weird, especially the pandemic really messed up my whole concept of time. So I just plugged in what happened 20 years ago. Top stories from 20 years ago. So I'm just going to read through a list of these in. Right. 2003. 2003. Okay. The Space Shuttle Columbia disaster. Oh. <sighs> It was the first thing that popped up. So that was the one that blew up on re-entry because of the foam tile that hit the wing on takeoff. I know. Can you believe that's been 20 years ago? I can't believe that. No. Um, The final Concorde flight, the supersonic high-speed passenger jet, it flew twice the speed of sound. And there was a tragic Concorde crash in 2000. And then coupled with the 9-11 attacks, demand for flights, they just tanked. Yeah. And so that whole program got shuttered. The do not call list began
0: 20 years ago. I loved that dang list. Man, I I signed up for that right away. Yeah, immediately. The price
1: of gas was, you want to guess what it is?
0: Oh my gosh, 2003. I'm going to say $1.20.
1: Oh, you're close. Dollar eighty-three was the average. Ooh. How much was it when you started driving? Do you remember? It I was remember. less than a dollar.
0: Uh-huh. It was like 89, 90 cents.
1: I was a gonna gallon. say I remember paying eighty-four cents a gallon. Oh my god. Can you believe that? <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, so in pop culture, uh 2020 aired the controversial documentary called Living with Michael Jackson. Do you remember that? Uh do I was I- trying to remember it, and is that when he hung His little baby over the balcony and had the blanket on his head. I can't remember. I should have searched that a little further, but I didn't. His kid blanket? His kid blanket. Yeah. Uh, The orca from Free Willy died. This is kind of a downer of a search. Apple launched iTunes. Oh, my gosh. Made Kara super happy. I remember the first iPod that I got. iPod Nano. Girl, you would have thought that someone handed me a gold brick on a platter. Yeah. I used the crap. But I still have it.
0: I still use it. Didn't you have a
1: fake iPod before mm-hmm. that, though? I had an MP3 player Yeah, I, from I, China.
0: I never have had any Apple products, yeah. ever. So all of my uh, MP3 players were just MP3 players. Mm-hmm. And I showed a picture on social media yes. of my first one, the yep. red one. But I've had several.
1: I remember the very first song I downloaded from iTunes, though. What was it? It was 500 Miles. (gasps) Oh, I want to sing it so bad. I know. It's such a catchy song. It really is. All right. So Apple launches iTunes in 2003. And then the Record Industry Association of America starts filing copyright lawsuits against internet users for trading songs online. Oh, like Napster and Mm -hmm. all that. Uh Uh-huh. I remember that. A white tiger attacks Roy Horn (gasps) of the duo Siegfried and Roy, leaving him partially paralyzed. Okay. Shivers moment. (gasps) Oh, what?
0: Tell me. Peyton and I talked about this Mm -hmm. this past week. Of course you did. Because I think I saw something on Instagram with somebody playing with like a baby tiger. Yeah. And I said, that thing will eat your face off. (laughs) When it gets big enough. <laughs> and he said, not if you raise it from when it's a baby. And I said, oh, yes. Yes, it will. Even if you raise it from when they're a baby. Mm-hmm. They're wild animals and their instinct is to eat your face off. So I told him about Roy Horn and how they've raised all their tigers from when they were cubs. And that thing ate his face off. You're, you're right, Mom. And he looked it up because, you know, why believe me? Nobody ever believes me. But that's fine. I believe you. I don't mind that they take the time and effort to look things up that I tell them Mm -hmm. because I love that feeling.
1: Absolutely. When they go, oh. Sadly, Roy Horn died during the pandemic of COVID.
0: He did. He died of COVID. And Peyton found that out, too, Mm -hmm. and said that while he was looking up to make sure that I knew what the hell I was talking about, about tigers
1: eating your face off. Fat check, mom. All right. Moving along. The fifth Harry Potter book, Order of the Phoenix, was released. And then here are some popular films for you. Kind of goes along with Your Conqueror Challenge. Return of the King was released. Finding Nemo. Oh my gosh. The Matrix Reloaded, which is number two. Bad Boys 2, Lost in Translation with Bill Murray oh, and yes. Scarlett Johansson. Oh my gosh. That was 20 years ago? 20 years ago. That was such a good movie. Popular musicians include Amanda Perez, Christina Aguilera, Limp Bizkit, Evanescence.
0: Oh my gosh! Talk
1: yell singing about yell singing. Oh my gosh, that one I'd forgotten about them completely. Yeah, that one made me laugh. Coldplay, still relevant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brian and I kind of like Coldplay. Just a little bit. Cheryl Crow, Hilary Duff, and then Nora Jones. Could you turn on a freaking radio station anywhere and not hear a Nora Jones song? Nope. The radio industry killed her career because they played her so much, people got sick of her and stopped listening. Yep.
0: The same with Evanescence. Oh my gosh.
1: I, I didn't really c- ever care for Evanescence. Well, I though. didn't
0: either, but... It was overplayed. Oh, my gosh. If you didn't like them, radio was hell for you because <laughs> every other song was was one of their songs and all of their songs sound the same. Yes, they do. So it was just yelling in your ear.
1: Mm-hmm. Blink 182. Pink, she's still kicking it. Heck, yeah, she is. Shania Twain, <gasps> she's coming back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne. Oh, yes. That was another boy. That was another one that was overplayed. 50 Cent. Clay Aiken.
0: Oh, my Lord.
1: (laughs) Stupid American Idol. Kylie Minogue. I remember looking her up at one point many, many, many years ago, and I was like, dang, she's not a spring chicken. No, no. Other stuff. About to wrap it up here. Voters recalled Governor Gray Davis and elected. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. To succeed him. California. Rounding this out, the U.S. interest rates reached a 45 year low of 1%. The highly infectious disease SARS. Oh, SARS. Spread from China, Singapore, and Vietnam worldwide. And nearly 9,000 people were affected in 15 countries and over 800 people died from it. It was just the precursor to. Freaking covid-19. Mhm. So special thanks to the peoplehistory.com for providing this search information for me. Excellent. Yeah.
0: A little bit more serendipity here. Oh, yes. Bring it on. I'm going to talk about Akami. Oh. I came across it while doing a logic puzzle oh, okay. featuring Harry Potter characters. Ooh. It's a creature I don't remember reading about. Okay. In the series of books or seeing it in the movies. So I had to look it up, but it turns out it was in the Fantastic Beast series, which explains why I'm not familiar with it, because I just could not get into that series. Yeah. Could not. It's okay. I love Eddie Redmayne. I, I love everybody in it, but I just was like, ugh. Anyway, the alchemy is, according to the Harry Potter wiki, harrypotter.fandom.com. Yes a plumed, two-legged, serpentine magical beast with wings, native to the Far East in India. It's commonly mistaken for a dragon, but it's more like a snake bird.
1: So, like in Spirited Away.
0: Did Mm. you ever see that? I did a long time ago. Didn't enjoy it.
1: Oh. (laughs) Saws. I love that movie.
0: The Akami is extremely aggressive to anyone who approaches it, And it lives off rats, birds, and occasionally, you're going to like this, Kara. Okay. Monkeys. Eat them all. (laughs) It's extremely protective of its eggs, which are made of the most pure and soft silver. Oh. As a Patronus, the creature that is conjured by a protective spell in the Harry Potter series, somewhat similar to Spirit Animal, it's an extremely rare Patronus. Albatross is the rarest. According to WizardingWorld.com, the Akami Patronus is conjured by those who embrace openness and change. Hmm. So I could have gone way down a nerdy, nerdy rabbit hole on the search, (laughs) but I just kind of left it at that. I was like, okay. I'm
1: kind of wishing you had. Good enough. (laughs) This is like the um, character on Spirited Away. Yeah.
0: Speaking of nerdy, if you're interested in grid logic puzzles... And you don't want to do the paper kind and you want to do it electronically. Yeah. Which is sometimes helpful. You know, you don't want to carry a book around with you. Mm -hmm. And it also will give you hints if you get stuck. Oh. And when you finish one, you know if you did it right or wrong without looking it up in the back. Yeah, yeah. know Because it'll tell you, you F this up or, yeah, you did it. I play logic puzzles or do logic puzzles on an app called Logic Riddle. Okay. They range from super duper easy to kind of challenging.
1: You do that every day. I, I do. I'm impressed with that. I usually
0: do paper ones in
1: the morning, though. I should probably do those things for my Alzheimer's. And it helps with mental acuity. My acuity is dull. <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It's terrifying. I'm just masking it. You're that up. Was a good search. I like that one. All right. Popular recurring dreams. Oh, yes. I knew Bria and I share some recurring dreams. So I knew you'd be into this one. I had a recurring dream this week that I haven't had in a really long time. Then I just got to thinking about recurring dreams and how you and I have the same recurring dreams.
0: And very vivid dreams.
1: Yes, we both have very vivid dreams. So the one we share, am I allowed to talk about this? Yeah. I know the one we share is... (laughs) The mouth full of bubble gum. Oh, I hate that. And we're that. trying to dig it out. I hate that it's, effing dream. It's the worst. What's the other one? We have a couple.
0: You have teeth falling out dreams.
1: Yes. So they never fall out. They're, They're just always loose. so loose. They're like on the brink of falling yeah. out. And I'm just walking around with my hand yes. underneath my mouth, tr- getting ready to catch them. Yes. Oh, I hate that one.
0: I have snakes fall- falling from the sky, dreams, <laughs> or falling from trees.
1: I don't have that
0: one. Onto me. Or I look up into the trees that are above me and all I see is snakes have you all ever up on the that, branches. Have you ever I'm looked at sure one I'm sure it's Freudian. It has something
1: to do with penises, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, I also have the one. I don't know if you have this one or not where I'm trying to run and I yes. just can't get up speed.
0: When I have a dream like that, when I'm trying to get away from somebody Uh or I'm just trying to run or walk or whatever, I'm on like my hands and knees and I have to use my hands like an ape to get myself moving forward. that's interesting.
1: Some popular recurring dreams. There's nothing surprising here. Teeth falling out, Mm -hmm. being chased, naked in public. Oh my gosh. I have one too where I am on the toilet. Yes. I have that one all the time. And all, all of a sudden, and this toilet's not in a bathroom. It's like in the yes. public square or in my office. Yes, or like in the
0: lobby of the office. Y- the lobby, yes. yes.
1: <laughs> what are you doing, Rain? <laughs> are
0: you trying you to remember, freak me out? Do you remember the dream I had? I told, And I told you guys this at, at Food and Furth <laughs> of the time when I couldn't find a toilet and I finally found one. And it was in the lobby of my office, and I had to go number two. And I'm sitting on the toilet, and all these miniature donkeys <laughs> were coming through the front door. And I, I was supposed to be stopping these miniature donkeys <laughs> and evicting them from the building, because that was my job as the receptionist. <laughs> But I was too busy taking a crap where everybody could see me.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know why they were miniature. <laughs> why were there donkeys? I don't know.
1: Oh, crap. Do you remember the one I was needing to walk across this field? I was in a barn.
0: Yes, I and remember the, this.
1: the field was writhing. Mm-hmm. And the closer I got, it was nothing but black, <laughs> black kittens. Yeah cats. And my hands, (laughs) Yes, my hands were, at the time I had a droid. Remember droids? Oh, yes. The cell phone. Yes. And so I had a droid and my hands turned in, they were droids. Yes. And all I could think was these cats need sweaters because they're cold. And I was dressed like a ninja. And (laughs) I started knitting sweaters for these cats. And I just started shooting, like with my android hands. Just little cat sweaters started shooting out of my, hand, out of my androids. I mean, it's
0: not a recurring dream. No,
1: it's not a recurring dream. But, but it do, was so real. But
0: we can't. We cannot talk about dreams and not mention. The number one dream that Clint and I still laugh about every time we bring it up. I know what you're going to say. Am I allowed to say it? Uh, oh wait. Oh, about mine. Yeah. What is it? I it, thought you were going to talk about yours. It's about a sack of baloney.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you tell it. Okay. Oh it man. Is your dream. So I had a dream that there was. I had a sack of bologna, a sack of baloney. God, I haven't thought about this in so long. <laughs> and I just kept smelling this sack of bologna. And like, just, like opening it. Yeah, I would open this the bag and just take a big inhale and go, oh, this smells so bad. Oh, my gosh. And then I just kept doing it over and over and over in my dream. And I woke up and <laughs> my cat, Olive, was sitting on my face <laughs> like – like, my nose, nose was like plugged into her butt. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so, every in, time you breathed in, yes. <laughs> you were breathing in cat butthole. And in your dream, that equated to sniffing a bag of uh, baloney.
1: Old baloney. Oh. So, in case you guys didn't know, cat butts smell like bags of baloney. You know,
0: I think. Most people would
1: imagine that it does. That's probably been 20 years ago. That probably goes in my category of top stories from 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. All of the cat. Back to
0: recurring dreams. Oh, yes. I have dreams that we are back at the TV station. Oh, yes. I have recurring dreams about that all the time.
1: Yes. When I'm particularly stressed about work, I always have TV dreams. Yeah. Everything has gone digital
0: yeah, it's all different
1: from and what we yes, used to everything. have. Oh, yeah. do you remember the one I had when the board was on wheels? Yes. And the monitors were way down at the bottom of a hill. Yeah. And I had to keep pushing the board down the hill to get so, because I couldn't see the monitors. Yeah. And the monitors just kept getting further and further away. <laughs> so frustrating. So awful. And so stressful, because you're in the middle of a show. We talked about... Naked in public oh that's when the toilet oh yeah. yeah flying do you have flying dreams i have more flying dreams
0: than i used to i used to oh. never have flying dreams and i do now sometimes that's interesting but it's always terrifying oh it's not freeing or oh. you know how some people have flying dreams and they're like oh it's so great and yeah. i can fly everywhere and i'm right with me i'm like terrified because there's nothing around me. It's just me flying, and I'm not in control. Oh. I also have a recurring nightmare about runaway elevators. Not just falling elevators, but elevators where you're going up. Oh, my goodness. And it won't stop. So it's like in the Willy Wonka movie, Charlie and the Chocolate yes. Factory, where it like busts, through the, busts top. through the roof. It's like that, but it's not designed to do that. I wonder what that means. And I've got people that I love with me. You're out of control. Yeah. In the elevator with me. And I'm like, we're going Uh. to just fall to the ground.
1: Okay. Flying, falling, cheating, back to school, missed a test, unprepared for a test, forgot to do homework. Those are kind of all lumped together. Don't know my schedule. Don't know my locker combination. Oh, the combination of the locker. The combination of the locker and the school schedule. Those get me every time. Mm -mm. But then I hate the one that's like... They ask, "Okay, everybody, pass your homework forward." And I'm like, (gasps) "Or I forgot."
0: You haven't gone to class all semester. This is a college. Oh, I've not had that where I haven't gone to class all semester, (laughs) and I have to, and I show up for the final, and I'm like, "Shit, I don't know any of this."
1: Losing control of a car. Oh yes. Car accident. Yeah, like the brakes don't work. Mm -hmm. Oh. Unable to speak. That goes along with our bubble gum in the mm-hmm, mouth. Mm-hmm. Arriving late. Being pregnant. Oh, <gasps> uh, nightmare. <laughs> um, dying. Have you ever had a dying dream? Where I've died? Mm-hmm. I haven't, that I remember anyway. No. Looking for a toilet. <laughs> and then or, you wake up and your bladder is like <laughs> yes, bursting. <it's> like-, <laughs> like, oh, okay, I get it. That's usually when the cat was laying on my bladder rather than my face. <laughs> Trapped. Being attacked. That was the total list.
0: My next search is agate. Yes. Here's the context. It's another logic puzzle thing. (laughs) That's all right. There was a logic puzzle clue. Yes. And someone was wearing an agate ring, and I wanted to know what it looked like. Yes. It's a common type of crystallization or quartz found in rock. That's the scientific geologic definition. It comes in many colors and varieties, but it's kind of layered in rings, like the rings of a tree on the inside oh, of the rock. Okay. And then there's a crystal center. Ew. But is it pretty? It, it can be. The ones that, the examples I saw, it was a lot of black and brown. Oh, okay. When I searched for this, though, I got way more than scientific answers about what agate is because it's a type of crystal. Oh. So some of my search results went into some real woo-woo territory, Sure, which was fascinating. When my kids think star signs, they, they love anything having to do with star signs. Oh my
1: goodness, okay.
0: And the only thing I know about star signs is that Virgos are type A. Okay. I've known a lot of Virgos in my life, and they're real proud about being type A. Okay. My mom was a Virgo. Jackie's a Virgo. My friend Jen B, she's a Virgo. And the only other thing I really know about star signs is I'm a Scorpio. And everybody
1: hates Scorpios. (laughs) I'm a Gemini. What does that mean? The twins. Literally, that's all I know about it. Oh,
0: okay. Well, you are going to want to listen to this about Agate. Okay. Because it's especially beneficial to Geminis. Okay. (laughs) And it's an alternative Gemini birthstone. Uh, I didn't know that. That's
1: right. All right. I'm listening. I'm all ears.
0: Some less than strictly scientific info about agate. Okay. I got most of my information here from the Navitas Center in the UK and injewels.net. It removes blockages from chakras, and I have no idea what that means. It also has a cleansing effect on the lymphatic system in the pancreas. My pancreas could use some cleaning. All of us probably could. It can make blood vessels stronger. And is also helpful in dealing with skin disorders and is beneficial for the digestive system, stomach, and eyes.
1: How do I just take this crystal and just rub it on the places that I need help?
0: I'm, I'm getting here. Oh,
1: I apologize.
0: Because I thought the same thing. I was like, what the hell? How? Yeah. Do you eat it? No. You're not supposed to eat. You lick it? Do you lick it? Do you rub it, it, it on yourself? It, stick it in your ear? Okay. It also enhances mental function, improves <sighs> concentration... And enhances perception and analytical abilities. I'm listening. It's a soothing and calming gemstone that heals inner anger and anxiety. (laughs) And helps in the strengthening of relationships. Where can I buy nine? It instills safety and security. From what I gather, you would wear this in jewelry, like the agate ring in the logic puzzle. Okay. Or have it on your person somewhere. Like in your pocket. I, don't know. I mean, I would imagine jewelry is the only way. Maybe you could have it around your house. I don't understand.
1: How is that supposed to work?
0: I, I, if I have a banana in the bowl. Right. How does it seep into your being somehow? It doesn't. I don't understand. That's why I don't understand this. Like, like I said, it's a little woo-woo for me. I'm not really into this. Listeners, if you are crystal people and you are into this kind of thing, and you
1: are knowledgeable, please enlighten us. So I just need to wear it around my neck? Or yeah, like a necklace or a ring or a
0: okay. something like that.
1: Well, I mean, I need all those things that you said. Heck, if you tried everything else, why not? I haven't tried everything else. Like, I would probably start with drinking more water and eating correctly. <laughs> Getting some exercise. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Walking once in a while. This is your last one, right? It's my last one. And it's the one everyone's been waiting for. Elegant feminine names. I'm looking to name my car. Yep. Walter White's off the list. Oh, thank God. Antoinette Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sneered at that one. Sorry. I'm going to watch your face while I I'm, say these. I'm, I would be the worst poker player ever. <gasps> Blanca. Cordelia Eleanor, I don't like that one. Fiona, Genevieve, Guinevere, Lily or Liliana, Margot inspired by Barbie, Odette, Ophelia, Viola, going a little Shakespeare here, Vivian, Georgiana, Opal and Pendebear. <laughs> You said you wanted
0: to give black your car an elegant name, and you've got Fluffy and Panda Bear. I
1: like animals.
0: I know you do, but I know your card is not is no. not Fluffy, and it's not a panda bear.
1: No, but the panda bear kind of works.
0: Well, yeah, because it has the black accents. Mm-hmm. But panda. Here's here are my votes.
1: Okay, let's. I'm gonna mark them.
0: Hit me, Blanca. Yeah, I like Blanca too. Because it's white. Yes. Lily. I also really like Lily. Because it's white. Yes. I mean, if you want to be literal. Like on the nose. If you want to be literal Mm -hmm. about it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. those are the ones.
1: You're only going to vote for two out of all that list? You didn't like Georgiana. No. Ophelia? Odette?
0: Oh, I kind of like Odette. I kind of did like Ophelia and Vivian. Oh,
1: you know what? Vivian just reminded me of Pretty Woman. Do you work on commission? Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> I just cracked myself up. <laughs> Those are my votes. Thank you for your input. I am leaning towards Lily. I have one left. Shoulder season.
0: Oh, yes. What was this about? Here's my context. Okay. I'm reading the book Maui Murder.
1: <laughs> oh, Maui. Hope um, you guys are okay. I know. I'm so worried about
0: them. It's book two in a darling, funny, cozy mystery series by Jasmine Webb. I love these books. They're funny. You read so much. I don't know how you read so much. I sit on my ass. Actually, I only read at bedtime. How is that possible? But I I go through a lot of books. I read a lot. Yeah, you really do. At bedtime. When I don't fall asleep and the Kindle hits me in the face. If I can actually stay awake and read, I read quite a bit.
1: That's what it happens to me. I get through about a page or two, and then I've just got a bruise on my forehead. Yep. All right, continue. One of the business owners
0: in this book mentioned that business was slow due to it being shoulder season, and I've never heard that before. So I highlighted it in my handy Kindle. Can't do that in a paper book. Just saying. All these people. So anti-ebook. I do love paper books. I love the way they smell, but... It really annoys me when people are like, I only read paper books. What is that? Like this elitist, like we have to be elitist about books now. I have like a hundred books that I can carry around with me in my purse. That is the best part. One device. Side rant over. But I highlighted it in my Kindle and I did a web search and I found this on Geek. That's funny. Mm. I love it. It's the time between high and low season in a travel market. In the U.S., this is typically spring and fall. But why is it called that? I looked that up, too, because I had Good, to know. Thank you. Yes, I thought is going to ask me why. So from a site called IGMS, it's a site that specializes in travel info, this period is supporting the peak and off-peak seasons on either side of it, like shoulders to a head. So then I learned that The peak season is often called head season, which I don't love.
1: Who in the world came up with this
0: terminology? I prefer the following explanation. Okay. It refers to the concept of the shoulders on a bell curve. That makes more sense. So the peak represents the peak of the bell curve represents peak season. And then you've got the shoulders of the bell curve that Are at the bottom.
1: Yes. That makes far more sense than a body. From a gardening forum,
0: I also got this that the term was coined for the travel and tourism industry, but it's also been adopted by the agriculture industry to refer to spring and fall and pasture management. Mm, So they'll call it shoulder season when it's not summer. Yeah, I have never
1: heard that before. Never
0: heard it either. Interesting. But I might have to start using it because I'm writing a series of books that takes place in a tourism town. Yeah. And they would know that. They would use it often like Mm -hmm. they do in Maui in Maui Murder.
1: Good search. Also helpful for your writing career. Of course. That's awesome.
0: I love learning new stuff. This is why we read. To learn. Yes.
1: I'm struggling with Gone Girl.
0: Are you really? I never read the book. I just watched the movie.
1: It's not holding my attention. Maybe you should just watch the movie. About there. <laughs> I've done that before. I wonder how close it is to the book, though, because I'm, man, I feel like I want to stick with the book. But God, it's slow. It is so slow. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm sure it'll get better and whatever.
0: Millions of people can't be wrong.
1: That's kind of what I'm
0: thinking. They loved it. Okay, I'll stick with it. But at the same time, everybody's different. Just because millions of other people like it doesn't mean you have to.
1: That's the danger of the Kindle. If I don't want to read this book and I'm bored with it, I just close it and open another one. (laughs) It's right there. It's just hiding right behind these pages. Yes. Lots and lots of other book options. (gasps) Speaking of which, I purchased two of Prue Leith's novels this week. Yeah. A lot of her
0: books are only available in the UK. I bought them on Amazon. The Kindle editions, yeah.
1: Oh, they were called "The House at Chorlton," an emotional post-war family saga. Oh. And then the other one is "The Prodigal Daughter," a gripping family saga.
0: I'll have to. I'll have to try again.
1: So, Bria, Mm-mm. what about this one?
0: But what about this one?
1: I'm going to read the remainder of my searches that I had for this week. Prue Leith novels. <laughs> Replay of the FIFA World Cup Final. The Get Along Gang. Caribou Vanilla Hazelnut K Cups. Barbie Soundtrack. Warby Parker Glasses. Celebrities with Underbites. Poison Ivy Worsening with Increased CO2 Levels in the Air. The Trolley Problem. Gran Turismo Movie. Bath and Body Works Soap Sale. Turtles and Salmonella. Kansas City Chiefs backup quarterback Blaine Gabbert. Chocolate Covered Bridge Mix. And Ozzy Osbourne, Death Hoax. Oh, my.
0: Here's my what about this one list. Okay. Crocs. Of course. How to make salmon patties slash cakes. Healthy food cheap. <laughs> Prebiotics versus probiotics. Pitaya or dragon fruit. BMR calculator. How to balance hormones. Scarab. Honda 2023 CRV Sport Turning Off Automatically. Jennifer Lawrence Comedy. I have a couple of shout outs this week. Another Martha. I saw that. She's a fellow novelist. Mm-hmm. Martha Reynolds. She got a kick out of our picture of me writing on our whiteboard and it said Martha searches and she said, oh, no. <laughs> and I told her we would welcome her searches. Absolutely. Just like we would welcome Everybody searches. I know.
1: I want more people to send us their searches. Send us your searches. We know you're doing it. Yeah. Mikey, I know that you're listening. Oh, Mikey. I know that you search things. Everybody does it. Share them. Share them. You don't have to share all of them. Just pick a few. Yeah. Pick your top five the funny ones. Yeah.
0: The agates. And then as usual, Heather had some ego-pumping words to share after the release of episode four. So I will share a screenshot of that text convo on social media at some point. Okay.
1: All right. Well, how can people get a hold of us and send us their searches? First of all, rate and review us.
0: Oh, yes. Wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to get in touch with us, though, you can engage with us on social media. We're at... DTH gals on Instagram and Twitter, and delete this history on Facebook. And you can email us at delete this history podcast at gmail.com.
1: That's right. Good job. Thanks. I think I'm going to go delete my history. I am going to as well. Bye. Bye bye. Delete This History is created, written, hosted, produced, and edited by Bria Brown and Kara Birch.
0: Theme music is so good by Orcas.
1: Email us at podcast at gmail.com.
0: Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DTHGals.
1: Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. Dark Under Eye Circles brought
0: to you by Crocs-clad back-to-school students and Traffic Backups.